Riley, you know what's a great idea. What? Rebranding after a hundred episodes of an extremely successful podcast. What about rebranding after a hundred and two episodes of an extremely successful podcast? Even better. I mean, I'm in it for the big bucks, you know, the biggest bucks. And if we want to make the biggest bucks, we need to appeal to everyone. We're the most brilliant creators in the world. And thus was born whatever the fuck you're about to hear. Two girls trying desperately to copy the formats of the most popular podcasts known to mankind without ever even listening to them, positive that they will be able to do it better. Follow them on this journey of genre discovery each week on The Bi-Weekly! Hi, thank you for tuning into The Bi-Weekly. I'm your host, Kindred Daily, and today I have Riley Daily, no relation. Hey. Uh, she's written a couple articles, some really like hot topics that we're going to get into. My dog um, is eating something in the background, and Mike's definitely <laughs> picking it up, and I don't know what he's eating. It's, it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. It gives it a bit of an ambient ambient. <laughs> noise that's just the kind of reporter i am i'm a very serious journalist i needed you to know well, that that sound uh-huh. is my dog eating something i don't know what it is if i find out i'll Earth. update you okay i mean thank you for joining us today um you've how long have you been in the reporting field um i started reporting um there was a time in i think it was in high school uh uh-huh. and there was this like i think it was called something about like the potty chronicles or something and it was, okay. it was put in the girls bathroom oh i you know i think i've heard of high schools doing this yeah it was like a thing to read while you're in the bathroom and um right when i was really young you know like 15 i, I started just mm-hmm. like writing on those in the stalls okay. i wasn't like on the staff uh okay they wouldn't let me actually be part of it but i would like you know like add my own additions or like edit it if it was spelled okay. wrong okay so I, I don't want to get too into it, but why wouldn't why didn't they let you on the staff? Um, I, honestly, I think it was just one of those things that like everybody that was on the staff was already friends, mm-hmm. and okay. uh, they just didn't really like me. I think it was kind of one of were, those things. Were they afraid that maybe your take would be too much for their readers? Yeah, I think so. I think they wanted to keep it kind of lighthearted, and I've always been a very serious journalist. So right, okay, oh, all right, well. Um, again, I'm so glad to have you here. Uh, my listeners were pretty excited when I told them that you were coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had kind of an outpouring of people telling me which articles they wanted us to discuss. Okay, great. But ultimately, the choice was down to me, so I picked two um, that I feel are really like relevant and that I that we need to get out into the world. Okay, basically. yeah, I appreciate and that. You've already done the work, but I just want to make sure that we know everything. Okay. So the first one that I'd like to discuss uh, is called, I mean, and you obviously know this, but for the listeners, Mm -hmm. it's the headline is Sister Wives, Cody Brown celebrates Valentine's Day, Robin breaks family on PDA. Um, So for those of you who don't know, but I think most of my listeners are avid Sister Wives fans, Mm -hmm. um, Cody Brown is a polygamist and they lived in Utah, and then they moved to Las Vegas, but they've recently uh, relocated to Flagstaff, Arizona. Mm-hmm. And so what are, what are you, what were you trying to do with this article? 
I mean, there's, I think it's something that's at the front of most people's minds still. Uh Uh-huh. Right. We've all been following the Browns for, like, 10 years, and I think everybody's still pretty invested in their story. Um, Right. So I've had the privilege of being, like, an on-set reporter for them. Oh, wow. I didn't know it was on-set. That's mm -hmm. really cool. Yeah, like, you'll see, like, People Magazine or other people kind of report the same things that I have, but after the, the episode comes out... Right. But I'm the only person that's allowed to be on set and reporting those things in more or less real time. Okay, gotcha. So I couldn't... So this... Go ahead. Oh, well, so this one kind of focuses about Valentine's Day, and there's... It really... I guess this really portrays Cody in maybe a more loving way than he sometimes is portrayed. Mm -hmm. Is this true? Well, I think um, any man that wants to have more than one wife probably needs to be a pretty loving guy if you know what I mean (laughs) (laughs) I think I I think I do yeah so he I mean he's a pretty nice dude he's kind of like generally douchebaggy but he really tries and so okay so in this this Valentine's Day you can you probably know it's not Valentine's Day yet as we're speaking right right so a fun thing about this show is that they they film everything like a month in advance so oh, like they had christmas okay. in november and they had thanksgiving right. in october because they want those episodes to come out when it makes the most sense for the viewer but we we're looking for relevancy we're here right so this happened you know mid-january okay and um i don't know if you want to go over the the details i don't know if you have any questions about it it was a very interesting interaction well I think I'm. It's it's exciting for me to hear that you were there mm-hmm. because so so basically this article that you wrote, which is I, again really important. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Thank you. So it basically talks. Let me back up. I've also been reading a lot of other articles that aren't as reputable as as you because mm-hmm. I know that you know the sister wives, right. but I have seen some things saying that um, Cody's first wife, he and Mary, are having some really like really difficult uh marriage problems Any, and, yeah go, go ahead well so so i guess i was interested to see in this article that he was getting all he like he made time to get her something for valentine's day even though their marriage you know in whatever capacity that they are married mm-hmm. that i thought it was failing well this is it's a very interesting point to bring up because i think fans of the show uh-huh. have seen through the years that mary has always been you know, I don't want to put labels on anybody, but she's uh-huh. definitely the problem wife of the four. Right. Um, I think I think everyone would agree. Yeah, like she was the first wife, and she's definitely the most possessive, and her and Cody have the right. most, like, issues. And kind right. of every season, we just watch them get worse while they try to pretend that they're not there. Right. Um. So, yeah, it was, you know, I think he... He has to get her flowers too, or it's gonna okay. be like a whole thing, right? Which I guess in theory they could use to to have a have a have a story if that's what they mm-hmm. wanted. Because it is reality, but we do want people to watch, right? Of course, and I think that's where okay. this this next part comes in. So, oh, okay, yeah, this one I found really interesting. So yeah. he got them, he got them all nice presents, mm-hmm. and then. Um, and then his his fourth wife Robin, mm-hmm. who I think she she doesn't like Mary because he was one Cody was once legally married to Mary, mm-hmm. 
which that's fun to say. Yeah. Uh, but they had to get divorced, and so Robin is his wife now. But anyway, they have, like, a rule against no PDA. Is this right? Yeah, correct. So they, they're, they're always very careful of making sure nobody gets their feelings hurt. Okay. Which is hilarious to me, because if you've chosen to be in this situation, I think you should kind of be aware of the fact that your husband's married to other people. That that he is. He's not only kissing them, he is doing more yeah, with them. Yeah, and we'll leave it at that. Right. I know this is a, we're, we're, this is a family-friendly family show. Family-friendly show, but I mean, mm-hmm. they should be aware of that fact. That's kind of part right. of it. Right. But they have a rule to not do that in front of each other so as to okay. not cause any jealousies. Right. Um, so anyway, I guess, I mean, I, I, what happened was that mm-hmm. Cody gives everyone their presents he gives robin hers and then robin okay not only hugged him in front of everybody oh but she gave him a little kiss <gasps> and that was it it honestly caused this whole situation mary was very uncomfortable they all had to vote right. on whether or not it was okay wow yeah it was really awkward Ugh. The kids were all there. That was really uncomfortable. Oh, my God. I mean, and you would think they'd be used to it, but I guess it really, they're still just normal humans. Mm -hmm. But even though, even though he's in more than one relationship, it just seems difficult. Mm -hmm. It kind of just seems like, why would anybody do that? But, you know, that's what they believe is right. So that's what they're going to do. Right, and I and I think you convey that in this in this article that I, that again, I'm glad people have access to this kind of really important reporting. Thank you. Yeah, I feel like I'm doing really important work with yeah, with this you are. Job, so I appreciate you that. are. I appreciate that. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so that's that's the first article I wanted to discuss with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna take a quick. Well, we're gonna take a quick break right here for our listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, we ha- we do have a sponsor today, and so uh, we'll be right back. All right. And we're back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm uh, this is I'm Kindred. I'm here with Riley Daly. Hello. She's written some articles that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, now I I did want to the second one is re- is relevant. It's I'm uh, there's no way around it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is I was really I was this is gonna sound sexist and I don't mean it sexistly. Okay, but as a woman. I like looking at Oscar dresses. Okay, sure. Yeah, I mean, like they're beautiful. That's you why know. I write about them. Okay, you let like, you really you can like tune into like a feminine audience, and it's something that we appreciate. Right. We all like to pretend, you know, wish we could be there. What would we wear? You know, make right. fun of people, etc. Yeah. I mean, the women we bond over kind of slamming other women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's an activity a lot of us enjoy. And it's and it's. And it's fine. It's really healthy. It's good. Yeah. It's really healthy. Girls got girls, anyway, got girls, you know. Yeah. Um, so this article is the sexiest Oscar dresses of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I remember it well. Now, this is an interesting article because it is um, just pictures. Right. 
I mean, there's commentary on each picture. I don't, that kind of is a little demeaning to just say that to me right now. Right. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I did need to scroll down, but I think it's cool how you are telling a story with mostly pictures. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I'm not going to lie. This first slide, I didn't know who Raquel Welch was. Okay. That's fine. That's okay. Okay. Um, but she is wearing a beautiful, beautiful white gown. Mm-hmm. There, there, there uh, was a point where we all didn't know who Raquel Welch was, so I'm not going to make fun of you for that. Okay, thank you. I, you know, I, even now I'm hard-pressed to, if someone would have said the name Raquel Welch, I would have been like, is she, she's a current movie star. Mm-hmm. What was she in? Could you tell me that? Yeah, she was in, um, I don't know if you've ever seen Law & Order. Have you oh, heard of that show? Yes. She was on okay. an episode at Law & Order SVU, um, oh. season like 27, episode 13. I don't know if you remember, okay. remember that and, one. And she did, she did, she like managed the impossible, which was to get an Oscar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was a really that. good okay. episode of Law & Order. Right. Yeah. Okay. Very moving. That's amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. Um, And these next couple, again, I don't know who Barbie Benton is, Mm -hmm. um, but she is wearing a sequined gown, which I think, is there anything classier than sequins? No, not in that capacity. Okay. Definitely not. You're right. Um, You're right. I mean... Barbie, uh, if you're curious, um, uh she's most known for, uh, she was in... The Secret Life of Pets, if you've heard of that oh, movie. Oh, I have. I I believe there was also a sequel. Did she appear in that? She did, yes. Um, okay. She was, she was one of the pets in The Secret Life of Pets. Very she nice. She was like a cockatiel. <laughs> that's, that's so funny because this dress, actually, she has a coat of feathers around the dress. I think that was, so. it was a cute little nod. I don't think a lot of people picked up on that. Oh, amazing. Um... Now, here's a funny story about one of these next pictures. And again, everyone, there's there's 35 pictures, so I'm just going to pick the ones that I really think are relevant. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. this one is of Gina Davis. Okay, yeah. With Jeff Goldblum. In- very interesting couple. That's right, yeah. And I, of yeah. course, everyone knows Gina Davis from Stuart Little. Right, <laughs> of course. It is everyone's favorite Gina Davis film. Mm-hmm. Um, Where a, uh, a human family chooses to adopt a mouse instead of a child. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, and I think it really, that movie teaches an amount of selflessness mm-hmm. Yeah, that our society is currently missing. It was a big like uh, message on speciesism before that really took yeah. off. Oh, thank! I'm I'm glad that there are people out there who are thinking about these moral quandaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and Jeff Goldblum, of course, is from the Apartments.com commercials. <laughs> I'm so I'm so glad you are recognizing him for his greatest work. Mm-hmm. Um, now this one again, I don't know who Elizabeth Hurley is. Okay. Um, but here's. Okay, this is interesting because you've picked Elizabeth Hurley and it says it's in 1955. Uh-huh. But this looks like it was t- this picture was taken in the 1990s. Well, I think I was just trying to get people to think about that one. Like is it really okay. is the dress from 1955? Oh, okay. Was she born in 1955? Right. Et cetera, et cetera. Um Right. I'm trying to think of something that she's been in, but honestly, she's she's one I just picked for the dress. I don't really, I'm not familiar. Yes, okay. That's, um, it, it, me neither. But that's okay, because people people can do great things without everybody knowing who they are. Yeah, as right? long as they have a good dress at the Oscars. 
Yes, of course. And I mean, this really is what this is about. Um, oh, here's a, here's a throwback, throw, I'm sorry, throwback. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Cameron Diaz in 2000. Mm-hmm. And how can anyone forget this dress with the thigh high slit? Yeah. Oh my gosh. She really pioneered that look. I would say that kind of, t- everyone yeah. thinks that like Beyonce did it first. Uh huh. Um, it was Cameron. It was Cameron Diaz. And I think that was yeah. the Oscars where she was nominated for uh, Charlie's Angels, the video game. Uh, as she should have been. Mm-hmm. I, I can't, I don't recall if she won. Oh, I'm pretty sure. I, but it would be, a, we'd be hard pressed to find somebody who did better. Yeah. If she didn't um, win, that was, she was robbed. Oh, definitely. Now this really is such an iconic, iconic dress. I remember as a child, um, in 2005, seeing this picture in People Magazine. Okay. And it is of Hilary Swank after mm. uh, after her big movie. Million Dollar Baby. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You knew it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you wrote it, I guess, so of course you know it. Yeah. Everyone but Elizabeth Hurley, I'm pretty... Yeah, I, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I've, I've never actually seen the movie Million Dollar Baby. Yeah, me neither. I'm not really into, like, serious movies like that. I don't really like movies okay. that, like, are trying to say something. Um, other right. than Stuart Little, but that was, like, you know, that was pretty but accessible. It, it was it, it was accessible, and it was and it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was still fun. Yeah, the, uh, the CGI was really incredible at the time. Right. Now, here is the queen herself, Beyonce, wearing the the thigh-high slit. Oh, wow. I forgot I put that in there. Yeah. But, like you said, this is in 2007, and Cameron Diaz was in 2000. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And before the... Yeah. Just saying. Just wanted to point that out to people that, like, stop claiming that she starts everything. Like, I understand right. she's, like, really great, but she doesn't start everything. Like, she didn't invent no. thighs. Right. Of course. No, people who claim that Beyonce invented thighs. It's like they forgot Cameron Diaz, like, and that's really offensive to me. Because she was in The Mask, too, and that was a really good movie. Yeah, that was a great movie. Um, now, speaking of thigh slits again, and I, this is actually, if if I hear when people say it was Beyonce who invented the thigh slit, but this one is a, in a close second, mm-hmm. and it's um, Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. I remember this. I remember people getting really upset about this dress, and I don't... Right. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, I think it's... I really think it's it's classy. Yeah, it was. I remember it was memed. I think it was just about the way she stuck her leg out so far. Yep. And that's exactly what we wrote under this. It said, mm. while this Versace dress was immortalized as a meme. Mm-hmm. So you're right. Mm-hmm. Right on that. That's one thing. Actually, um, if you guys want to follow yeah. me on um, my Reddit account, I like talk. I post a lot of like really yes. interesting, thought-provoking things about memes. So I am. I'm so glad. And of course, everybody should follow Riley Daly. She. I mean, really, you have just impeccable content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so. I, I can say that without even feeling arrogant. That's just true, right? No, I mean, as uh, you've gone to, an, you've gone through enough schooling, you know what people, what people want, mm-hmm. and what people need to know about what's going on in our world right now. Yeah, I'd, I'd say it's more about that. It's more about like enlightening people, less than like yeah. what I think they want, but more like what they should really know about. Like the Sister Wives article is a great example. That's like some right. That's something that you guys should know and have in your brain at all times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it's very important. Now, I think, I, I think uh, th- this one's really interesting because this is a picture of Jane Fonda, but in 2018. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I like this because you said uh, 
she's challenging the the dress your age adage mm-hmm. and she really is yeah she's i mean she's been challenging a lot of things for a long time so right i applaud i think her. we're I think we're we're grateful to her for that and for uh, the the thigh master. Oh yeah, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> I mean we all had one of those, didn't Where we? Where would we be without the thigh? <laughs> with- like yeah, uh, let's even go back to Cameron Diaz. That's like without Jane Fonda's thigh master. Where would she be yeah. today? She, I mean, she fucking invented thighs. She so. actually did. I'd never heard of she, thighs before oh that. Gosh, no, me neither. Now we're coming up on the end here. And these are actually some women that I've I've never um, I've never heard of before. Okay. But I guess they went. But we'll we'll close on the very end. And this one doesn't have a caption, which I think is very interesting. Mm-hmm. But this is the last picture, and it's of Char- Charlize Theron. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's wearing a long blue dress, and she this is really interesting. She's ha- sporting um, like a short A line bob, but it's like very dark brown which mm-hmm. i rarely see her in that was kind of why i didn't want to caption that one yeah that was one of those things where it's like i'm gonna i'm gonna end on this one because right. people are gonna really need to think about this i don't need to give them what to think they're just gonna see that and be like whoa charlie's with brown hair it's wild whoa yeah i've never i've never seen that before well and i think she's a natural brunette so i think that's like really oh important so it's She's like speaking, like be like be true to yourself. Yeah, like after all these years, yeah. I'm gonna like have my natural hair color. Right. I mean, it's impressive. Um, thank you for joining me. Uh, mm-hmm. We are coming up right up here on our time deadline. We want to make sure that people can listen to a full episode on their commutes. Mm-hmm. Hashtag uh, biweekly commute. Yeah. And uh, do you have anything you would like to plug? Yeah. Um. Follow me on my Reddit account, as mm-hmm. I said. I'm not going to tell you what it is because I feel like you guys already know. Uh, yes, it's it's popular enough. If you don't know what it is, yeah. uh, you, you can find it. Um, I do have a book coming out later this year. Oh my gosh, I forgot. Yeah, um, it is. This is going to really interest you specifically. Okay. Um, it is about my experience on set with the Brown family, the polygamists. Wow. Um, it's called What the Cameras Don't Show. Uh, and it's kind of just my, wow. my take on the family and kind of what I see. I do I did take some psychology courses in high school. Oh, I, you're going to – I think you'll really – you'll be able to convey things that we've mm-hmm. never seen before. Yeah, it's – people are going to be wow. pretty interested in it. It's, the picture is, a, like, the cover, so you can find it. Uh-huh. Half of it okay. is all of the browns, so there's, like, 30 of them. Okay. And then me on the other half. And then it's like it's, like, it's a picture that someone's ripped in half. It's really – and, and I, I also want to make sure that, like, people know my relationship with the Browns is fine. We're not, like, feuding. I just okay. want to be a little bit dramatic so I can sell books. Of course. Of course. And, I mean, that is the – this is the cruel uh, industry that we're all in. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is – it's coming out in June. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. June 2020. Right, everybody. Heck yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Everybody mark your calendars. Just in time um, for sure. 4th of July gifts. Yes, as the classic Fourth of July gift. Mm-hmm. Um, I I assume you're going to be doing touring after that also, which you well, you know I wish I wish I could I I oh. with my journalism schedule I just can't take yeah. that kind of a break. So I I wish That's I okay. could come find me wherever I am. You know I'll be around. Yeah. And you uh you love you do love signing books. Uh, just if someone oh, approaches yeah, you on the street. Oh yeah, absolutely. So. I know you guys all know what I look like. So if you see me and I know you'll right. have my book. 
Mm-hmm. Also, please have a marker. I don't just like carry markers. That's so annoying. People just assume I have a marker on me. Like, no. Right. You're a normal person. You don't just carry a Sharpie yeah, around. Yeah, like, God, what kind of psychopath? <sighs> anyway. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you for tuning in, listeners. Thank you and for we'll be back. Yes. Uh, I'm so glad you could join. I'm glad we got to hear, hear from your dogs also. Mm-hmm. I think that's very important. Yeah, I am in my home um, right now, which is pretty cute. Thank you. And uh, we will, I will see, well, I'll, I'll be broadcasting it again in two weeks. Mm -hmm. So thank you for listening and have a great day. Enjoy me on your commute for the next two weeks, everybody. I'll see you later. (laughs)